0: Welcome to the Happy Healthy Mom podcast, the podcast that's all about empowering you to be the wellness CEO for yourself and your family. I'm Bree, the wife, mom, registered nurse, and certified health coach who is passionate about helping you gain the knowledge, tools, and support you need to feel empowered and in control of the health and wellness of yourself and your loved ones. Get ready to trust your instincts, take charge of your wellness because you know what's best. The information in this podcast is not intended to heal, treat, or cure. It's not intended as medical advice or to replace an individual relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. Please continue visiting with and being treated by your primary care physician or healthcare provider. Hey, happy, healthy moms. Thanks so much for being here with me today. I really appreciate it they were talking about some habits that maybe you think are healthy, but actually are not. Let's face it. There's a lot of misinformation out there. One of the biggest lessons I had to learn early on in my healthy living transformation and journey was that most of the healthy habits I had learned about from parents, friends, media, and even through nursing school were incorrect. Over the years that I've been a certified health coach, I've worked with many clients who held the same uh, misinformation or beliefs as myself. And when this happens, we truly believe that what we're doing is best for our body. And then we wonder why we're gaining weight or why we're tired all the time, why we're sick, on and on and on. One of my favorite sayings is, Do the best you can until you know better, then when you know better, you do better, which is by Maya Angelou. I hope to bust some quote unquote healthy living myths here today so that you know better and do better. Here are some common habits that maybe you think are healthy but are not. The first one is counting calories. I really wish I could take the calories off of the nutrition label on all packaged food because how many calories we're consuming is not as important as the quality of the calories that we're consuming. That's a really, really big difference. Plus when we eat the foods that we're actually supposed to be eating, it's really hard to go overboard on the amount of calories. The more important parts to look at on labels are the sugar content and the actual ingredients. I have a post on hippydippymom.com where I go section by section through the nutrition label to talk about what's important, what isn't, and why. It might sound silly, but I know that a lot of people really don't know how to read the nutrition label. I know I didn't and most of my clients don't know how to read a nutrition label either they might look at the calories or the carbs the sodium things like that um, you know but then still wonder why again they're gaining weight or not feeling well so I will link to that post in the show notes the second habit is everything in moderation I go into a full rant about why I hate this saying and why it should be a major red flag to you. I think in podcast episode five, I'll double check and then link to it in the show notes. In a nutshell, what I've noticed with myself and friends and clients who use this saying is that we use it only when we eat or drink the junkiest of junk foods. We say everything in moderation, right? as a way to feel less guilty about eating something, we know we shouldn't be eating. The kicker is that usually it's totally not in moderation. Most of us are still eating and drinking way too much of the stuff that is harming our health. I challenge you to really start to pay attention to how often you say or even think this and what you're doing at that moment. You may be surprised. I have to interrupt for one quick minute because I'm super excited to tell you about Chris's new online course called uncomplicated eating so this is her new self-paced online course that's designed to encourage and empower you to create a healthier relationship with food and your body so that you can find your balance she is teaching you how to simplify nutrition and tune into your own intuition using intuitive eating principles She also knows that you are a busy woman, and so there's a mobile-friendly version, audio, video, and workbook, so you can get this in however works best for you. She is offering $50 off for early bird pricing March 16th through 30th, and if you use my discount code, just BRI, B-R-I, you get an extra 10% off. I will provide the link in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. Okay, let's get back to the episode. The third habit is dieting. Dieting has really become a part of our culture. As of early 2019, the weight loss market is worth $72 billion with a B. That is crazy. I've started to wonder if those who diet really believe they're doing something healthy for themselves, or if it's so acceptable to constantly be dieting that no second thought is given to how ineffective dieting actually is. Let me know what you think about that, why it's so prevalent in our society and just so widely accepted. Send me a DM on Instagram at mom. It blows my mind that so many would rather put their body through the oftentimes harmful effects of diet after diet instead of just eating clean, whole foods. I don't even believe in or follow diets such as vegan, paleo, keto, etc. I believe we all need to get back to eating what mother nature gives us and listening to our body. My friend, Chris at Healthy Mama Chris is an expert at helping women get off the diet roller coaster and get back to intuitive eating, which is just listening to our own body, giving it what it's telling us that it needs. And she and I chat about intuitive eating, what it is, and how to easily start um, in another episode of the podcast, which I will link to. And then she also has a really great online course where you can get 10% off using. Um, my link. So I will put that link in the show notes as well. The next habit that you may think is healthy, but is actually not. And I think this one might be a little surprising to some, but it's using sunscreen. I recently wrote a whole post and did a podcast episode about this. And I did quite a bit of research into this topic as I was writing that post. I mean, I've been doing research around this for a long time but really dove in to bring really accurate information in the post and the episode i knew the basics of how most sunscreens on the market today contain so many chemicals that are or that more sunscreens are responsible for skin cancer and other types of cancer than the sun is i knew that the sun is vital for a healthy life because we need it to create vitamin d in our body its warmth and light are just life-giving and we literally wouldn't have food if we didn't have the sun what i didn't know were things like outdoor workers have a lower chance of developing melanoma than indoor workers that 90 percent of all coral reef may be in danger in the near future due to the chemicals in sunscreen and that coral reefs are responsible for a major amount of the production of oxygen. Some of the ingredients in most sunscreens become carcinogenic when they're exposed to the sun. That's just kind of mind blowing to me. And I share my top favorite clean, reef safe, and um, effective sunscreens in that blog post that I mentioned. So I'll link to that. The last um, habit that A lot of us think are healthy but really isn't is drinking wine now i wonder if some of us really think it's healthy or if we just kind of use that as an excuse to continue to drink wine (laughs) i'm not sure but i'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news if you love wine i've never been a fan of wine but i know that so many people love wine i actually really tried to like it did all the wine tasting because i felt like I don't know; something is wrong with me, or I was missing out on something since so many people love it. But I've just never acquired the taste. But I've had many clients, and family, and friends say things like, "Oh, my doctor says it's healthy for me because it has antioxidants," or, "I just heard that wine is healthy because of the resveratrol, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Yes, antioxidants and resveratrol are incredibly healthy for us. You know what isn't healthy? sugar pesticides herbicides and sulfites which are found in most wines and you're right the sugar in wine is from grapes in an extremely concentrated form and minus the fiber of the fruit which means it's now just a large amount of sugar it takes about three and a half pounds of grapes to make one bottle of wine would you eat three and a half pounds of grapes in one sitting I didn't think so. Pesticides and herbicides are known to cause a long list of health issues like skin problems, respiratory issues, autoimmune disease, cancer, weight gain, infertility, hormone imbalance, and on and on. They basically contribute to every single illness we see out there today. And they're in a concentrated form when they've been made into a juice. So I recently also did a podcast episode about six foods or drinks that we think are healthy that actually are not, and juice is on that list. So I'll link to that podcast episode as well. What's a wine lover to do? Luckily, there are companies coming out now who know that you want your wine without the harmful side effects. And one of those companies is Revel. Revel has organic sulfite-free wines that can be delivered to your door. If you're really in it for the health benefits of the antioxidants and resveratrol, then just eat the whole grape. There are many, many more healthy tips I can bust, but I think this is where I'll end for today. Oh, also I forgot to mention that I will link to that organic sulfite-free wine company in the show notes too. So you can get your wine without all the junk. Let me know if uh, you enjoyed this or if any of these surprised you by sending me a direct message um, on Instagram at Hippydippy Mom or take a screenshot of you listening to this, share it and tag me at Hippy Dippy Mom. That's it for today. Take care.